If you're running a software development agency, it shouldn't be too hard to grow. Welcome to Managed Coder Podcast. Tune in every week to find out how to grow your software development agency and help you to solve your day-to-day problems. With 20-plus years' experience running an agency, please welcome your host, Shahed Islam. Hey, Nick. Welcome. Uh, I have known you for some time through Twitter and other social media. Uh, Introduce yourself to our audience. Yeah, so my name is Nick Abraham. I run an, a B2B lead generation agency called Leadbird. I also run multiple SaaS companies um, in this outreach space like Quicklines, Scrubby, Inboxy, uh, and a couple others that I just can't think of off the top of my head. But everything sales, B2B sales is, is what I'm about. Yeah, so the reason um, I contacted you that I've been talking to many agency owner who has grown to one to five naturally. They get a lot of their clients through referral right and then mm-hmm. they get stuck a lot of them they don't know how to get more clients and that's where b2b um, sales generation or lead generation comes in so if you were you know starting an agency software development or web development what are your three advice to start with where do the people start because a lot of people don't know where to start with b2b lead generation and sales outbound sales yeah so the, the space is always changing and i think that's what causes a lot of people to kind of you know figure like kind of not figure out what to do, right? And so the the, the best way to kind of go about it is, is really three things, right? So first, who figure out who your ideal customer is, right? And so you got to really map it out. And, and then the second thing is, what is it that you can sell to this ideal customer that solves their pain point, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be a one-stop shop. You can't, you know, provide website design and, and, and Facebook ads and Google ads and SEO. You, you, that doesn't work, especially when you are doing like lead generation B2B, like outbound, it needs to be one service, one offer, one market. And if you can do that and you can write a very easy conversational email that doesn't, it doesn't like whenever you're doing outbound, don't be all salesy and, and have a huge junk and, you know, talk about so many different things. Be very conversational, be very direct with one product, one service, and then one market. And if you can do that, then your, your cold emails will work and they will actually stand out. And you'll actually be able to get responses, which will lead to meetings. And on the actual meeting itself is when you can actually pitch them and, and hopefully close the deal. And so I think a lot of people kind of come into the this persona of, you know, I got to make the message super long. I got to make it look very professional. And then I need to tell them my pricing on the, the, the email. That's not the case. You want to be very conversational. You want to see if they're a good fit. You want to get them on a call and then you want to close the call. And so that's how you want to approach B2B lead generation. Thank you, Nick. And I think ideal customer is something which I have spoken with many agency owners and they struggle with because they are doing Drupal development, Magento, or they get confused and offering them too much. So um, let's talk about like approach. How do you go about it? Like a lot of people even don't know that their CRM is a must go for any agency, right? Mm-hmm. In order to maintain your current customer, forget about outbound. So what is your recommendation if some somebody is starting with outbound campaign? What are step one? Now they have decided already ideal customer. They know what to do. Now, what do they, how do they implement it? How do they go about it? Okay. So you're speaking like what's the next step after they decided they want to do the outbound? Yeah. Okay. So there, there's a lot of tools out there where you can build a, like a, a list, right? And so, you know, most enterprise customers will go after like a Zoom info. 
and use their database to, to build like a lead list is what we call it. And so, you know, there's so many other databases out there. So what I would recommend is, you know, whatever vertical you're, you're, uh, you're going after, like your ICP is in. So let's say, you know, I'm a marketing agency and I want to target uh, doctors or let's say real estate agents because it's easier, right? You should probably Google up real estate agent database lead database something of that sort and you'll probably find a huge list of like very niche databases get access to that database you'll be able to get a lot of contacts and so now you have your contacts and now the second part is actually launching the cold emails and so when you're doing lead generation you know outbound sales whatever you want to call it right there, there's so many different channels there's cold emails there's linkedin there's outbound calls so you want to figure out which channel you want to use in this example let's use cold emails right and so with cold emails there's a little bit of a technical aspect to it and so um, the, the best way to go about it is uh, learn how to buy a domain, set up a DMARC record. And, and this may all sound confusing, but if you Google it, there's so many videos on it, like an insane amount of YouTube videos that will help you understand this. But you want to buy a domain. You want to you want to set up your DMARC record. You want to attach it to a warm up tool to, to make sure that the email is 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 going to be warm whenever you start doing the cold emails. And then you want to use some kind of sales engagement platform, right? Um, you know, there's so many out there. Once again, figure out which one's the best fit for you. And then all you're doing is simply taking your list of leads that you got from that database, putting it into the sales engagement platform, writing some kind of engaging copy that once again is, is one product, one service, one market tailored, and then you're going to launch that cold email. Um, and then from there, you simply sit back and, and you look at the metrics to see if it's, if it's going to uh, actually work or not. So most of our listeners are mostly technical people, right? Mm -hmm. They don't know how to, they don't even have a sales team. They sometimes are one person sales team. The CEO probably started doing sales. So what would you suggest to them? Like if they need, I mean, I have seen that Fiverr is a good place or other places where you can hire people who will write down the sales email for you, right? Yeah. You don't have to do everything yourself. Even the tools are available, just like you said it, there are a lot of tools, HubSpot or any other. So what are your, the three tools you can suggest or places where people can hire some content writer to get some sales email done? Yeah, so so uh, one thing I always tell like solo founders or solopreneurs is you have to prove the sale yourself before you can start delegating it out, right? So a lot of people that come even into our agency, right? They, they haven't really gotten their first 10 customers. They're, you know, they got one guy, because their friends, moms, aunt gave them a referral, right? And so they haven't proven their offer. And so when they come to us, we can't help them. We really can't, right? And so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a solo founder, go and figure out how to do it yourself before you try to delegate it to someone. Otherwise, you're just going to be wasting a lot of money and time, right? Mm -hmm. um, but let's say you have proven that your offer works to a cold audience and, you know, you're really looking to just basically scale that up. That's when you want to kind of delegate this stuff out. But, you know, if you're in that process of trying to figure out you know what that offer is and what that market and product works and you know trying to combine it all together um the, the the stuff that i would recommend right so if you're going for a database i would go at uplead i think uplead has the best uh, b2b database it does a little bit more on the expensive side so if, you, if you're on low on a budget i'd look at apollo or adapt um, those are my three favorite databases that i would go after and then if you're looking at like a sales engagement platform to send out emails um, if you're doing, if, if you want to do like LinkedIn, for example, I would probably use either WeConnect if you're on a budget or go for Expandy. If you, you know, they have a better UI and it's a better team. Uh, I, I'd go for those two. If you want to do LinkedIn, if you're looking for, for, for email only, right? Like you're tr trying to do a lot of emails, 
I'd look at Mailshake, which I think is the uh, probably one of the better ones out there. But if you're looking for something that could do a little bit more bulk, probably our email platform called Emmy um, is what I would do. And then if you're looking to warm up your emails, I would only use Inboxy. The reason why I say only, uh, and I do own Inboxy, but it's the only one that has a private seed network. Uh, everyone else is using a public network, and that's not good for deliverability. And so those are all the tools that I would recommend to kind of build out that tech stack. So what I understand that you cannot just go ahead and say, oh, there is a tool, I'll just get it, then everything would be taken care. It is almost like programming, right? Just like I'm doing a website and I'm building an application, sales became so competitive. You cannot just go ahead and say, you know what, I'm just going to dump an email list and on a software and everything would be done. There are so many components out of it. Is it becoming more complicated because of the competition? Um, I think it's a, it's a mix of the competition as well as like how the space is changing, right? Like, you know, uh, back in the day, like there wasn't as many settings and as many filters um, to kind of block out cold emails. Now there is, right? Mm -hmm. And so like back in the day, like, you know, um, like, like if you were to send cold emails, like in 2005, so I have, you know, mentors that would just load up an IP, get a list and be able to blast a million emails with perfect deliverability off of one IP. That's not the case you can do anymore now. You need multiple IPs. You got to warm those IPs up. And then even then, you have a very hard chance of making sure that it will actually land in the primary inbox. And so, you know, the space is always changing, but, you know, there's a lot of tech founders out there that are always adapting with the space. And so, you know, outbound lead generation, is it's, it's going to be here forever, but it's just going to get more and more competitive. But, you know, if you can kind of stay on top of it, you know, you, you make stuff win. Yeah. So one other thing I have seen that with our, those people who are growing their agency and they want to multiply their revenue in a few years or they have some goals, they are reluctant to spend money on uh, sales and marketing. I mean, sales, marketing, forget it. They don't even go there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what kind of investment do you think they should make? Because I have learned hardware that if you don't invest money right now, you're, you are going to maximize your referral network. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I think after a million dollar revenue, it is very hard to go to the referral you probably have to get some revenue through, you know, outbound marketing or getting new leads from different industry or new industry. What is your suggestion for any agency owner who is trying to grow from a team to five to 10 or 10 to 20 or revenue from one million plus? Yeah, so so I always recommend, um, as soon as you start your agency, uh, you know, whether you're getting your clients through inbound or, or, or the referrals, whatever it is, you should always figure out how to build out that outbound sales function right? Like that has to happen. Like the second that you, and this, I mean, obviously, you know, like the second your sales start to s stop is the day your, your, your business starts to die. Right. And so I think kind of creating that outbound helps make sure that, you know, it's never, your, your pipeline never gets empty. And then that's very key. Right. And so in terms of uh, money spent, I mean, you know, it really depends on your budget. You, you, when it, when it comes to like B2B outbound lead generation, there's no way you can get a, a cheaper cost per lead, right? If you look at it like that. And so in terms of money, I would say like if you're starting out, put aside um, a budget of $500 and you can make that work really well. Uh, $500 to just spend on tech stack as well as maybe have a VA on hand that could you know help do some small little data entry stuff here and there. But I think $500 a month, uh, is going to be more than enough to put a good amount of leads into your pipeline. And then from there, you know, you got to focus on nurturing the, the pipeline and making sure that the deal goes into appointment, appointment goes to close, so forth. So if I want to build a business development or sales team, what would be my structure? Like for yeah. an agency of let's say 50 people or 30 people? 
Yeah, so you always want to start off with SDRs, right? So I think I think founders should be taking sales until uh, I don't know, depends on what you're selling, but they should be be able to to because like here's the thing, right? A lot of founders will hire salespeople before they even know how to do the sales. And so whenever you're trying to train someone uh, on something that you couldn't even do, it's just a huge fire, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's literally happened to me before. And, and so I think you should have an SDR that focuses on booking the appointments for you, right? And so they're doing, you know, whether it's cold calls as your channel or cold emails or LinkedIn, or maybe it's all of it, right? Um, and so you should have an SDR that, that focuses solely on, on filling your pipeline up and then you know, if you're the founder and, you know, you haven't proven sales yet, then you should be taking all the sales calls and focusing on everything after that call is booked. So, you know, presenting the demo, seeing if they're a good fit and then following up as well as nurturing that contact. And so you want to do all that manually probably for the first bit. And then mm -hmm. after you kind of proven this process, you know, your, your close rate is, you know, steadily around 20, 25%. Um, you know, you're booking a quality amount of appointments. That's when you want to go to someone like, uh, and you want to build like like a, like a get a commission based closer, right? So like a good example would be like uh, Closeify, for example, which is another company I'm involved in. You can hire a commission based closer to take those 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 calls that are being booked in. And so now you have your SDR booking calls. You have uh, what we call as an AE account executive, you know, closing the calls, right? So now you have kind of you're starting to build out that outbound sales function. And then depending on like what you can handle and what the volume is, is you want to start adding more SDRs, more account ex executives. And eventually, once you have like, I don't know, like five people on that side of the team, you want to hire like a sales manager to kind of make sure that everything is moving forward. You know, people are hitting their KPIs. And so now you're removing yourself kind of completely from sales because that entire like side of the team is just being, you know, completely owned on its own. There's a good system in place. And then from there, you know, uh, you, you might need to hire like a VP of business development once that starts to like really grow out. But I think the, 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 with, with the agency specifically, most agencies, they should just start off with that SDR and account executive and it, they'll be good from there um, because most agencies aren't built to like, you know, take on a hundred customers tomorrow just because it's a little bit more custom work. But if you're doing like a, like a SaaS, for example, then yeah, you probably need to start looking at ha hiring a sales manager and really growing that out. Uh, but yeah, that's how I'd look at it. So, like, you know, we all receive a lot of emails every day from all over the world. Sales email become very common. Uh, we touched a little bit about the sales, uh, you know, ideal customer and what is your message to the customer. Like, you know, how do somebody who is starting out or maybe they've been doing it for a while and they never get response from outbound email? Because a lot of people I talk to, they're like, oh, outbound email doesn't work. But I follow you for a while on and you are true believer that it does work. That's the only way. It used to be the cold call. Now email mm -hmm. is a new communication, right? What would be your advice to them? You know, you yeah, so, so, bit, uh, maybe more in depth uh, they need to look into, or maybe give us more information. Yeah. So, so, so what I've noticed with the cold email is, is you know, if your deliverability is good, right? Like you know, you're getting steady sixty to eighty percent open rates, and they're you're still not getting any responses. It's a high indication that what you're selling probably doesn't have product market fit, right? Like, and this is this is with a lot of agencies, right? Like they've built their entire book of business completely on referrals. And so, you know, when you're getting business from referrals, it doesn't mean that you're the best guy out there. It just means that, you know, you have built a very strong network. And so, you know, when you start to do the cold outreach, referrals don't matter. It, it, it's really about your product and your service and, 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 and what the offer really is, right? And so, you know, if you're having high open rates and your offer is not there, you know, the best way to figure out why your offer isn't really converting is honestly to just pick up your phone and call some of these guys on your lead list and just simply ask them, hey, 
what turned you off about this email? Why didn't you respond? Like, what is it? I'm just trying to gather data and, and, and figure out why aren't they responding back? And it's typically going to be because, hey, I don't need this because X, Y, and Z. And that kind of helps you understand, okay, maybe this isn't the market I want to go after. Maybe my solution is better for another market because this doesn't solve enough of a pain point. Or maybe it's even an indication that what you're selling is just out of date, right? And there needs to be some kind of new revamp uh, of, of how it's presented or how it's pitched or what it even does. And so, you know, that, that's just kind of how I look at cold emails. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of what I would do. And then, you know, like I said, right, you just want to make the email very conversational. You don't want to be too salesy. You're looking for a response. Um, and, and honestly, like the best cold emails that I've gotten, like best campaigns I've ever written are less than five sentences long, right? And so keep the killed emails very short. No one wants to read an email or, or even spend time doing it. So those are my, my tips. Um, and then once you've proven that it works and you're, you just need to scale the outreach out, start using something like QuickLines, for example, which is another company I'm involved in, which will just personalize the email for you, right? And so now you're sending custom tailored personalized emails at scale. And so that, that's kind of what I do. Thank you, Nick. Uh, very nice talking to you. Um, we ran out of time, but I would love, love to welcome you. How do people contact you? What is the best way to communicate with you? Yeah, so best way is probably either Twitter or LinkedIn. So you can find me on Twitter. I think my username is Nick Abraham 12. Forget, but I think that's what it is. And then on LinkedIn, if you just search up Nick Abraham Leadbird, it'll probably come up. Thank you, man. Very nice talking to you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Twitter at Managed Coder or visit our website at ManagedCoder.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.